This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy, out along with Aaron Renning here, talking NFL now here on a Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. And let's get right to it: the Jets and the Patriots. And boy, this is a uh, this is a lot of things uh, into this one, man. The Jets, I mean, are they are they just keep catching breaks? I mean, the Cleveland. Uh, collapse. I mean, you're playing the backup at Denver. They're doing <laughs> this. I mean, Salah's holding. But, man, you can afford to hand the ball off and play ultra-conservative when you got a guy mm-hmm. like Brees Hall. Man, that's a shame because he was on fire uh, this year, the rookie out of Iowa State. And then New England, I mean, they're chanting a backup's name uh, in the first and second series of the game. Bailey Zappi does come in after three uh, three series for New England. Mac Jones did not look healthy. He certainly wasn't effective and un- uncharacteristic. Just forces one in and running the ball a lot uh, uncharacteristically. So they come back here two and a half and 40 and a half uh, at New York. And, um, well, I mean, Parce- not Parcells, but Belichick playing games with the media. I mean, surprise, surprise. Uh, but uh, who knows what they're going to do out of the quarterback. And I don't know if I have a strong opinion on if one or the other goes, but I do know that these division games this year are 76% to the under uh, this season, 26 and eight on the season, two and a half and 40 and a half in this AFC East matchup. Yeah, Jimmy, you know, unders have obviously ruled the day uh, in NFL uh, this year. And really, it is it has been these uh, division games. You know, these games have. I, I think if you took out the division games, it would be about fifty fifty. Uh, the rest of the games, as far as over under, but you know, I, I I don't know. You'd have to go back and kind of look at it, but I don't remember uh, as many division games early in the season as there has been this year. So I don't know if there's anything to that. Uh, but it's just been a little bit strange because it just seems, you know, some of these teams played three division games uh, back to back to back. Uh, you just generally don't see that uh, in September and October like we have uh, so far this season. But, you know, th- this is a fascinating matchup. And, you know, from a side perspective, it really does seem kind of a coin flip. You're not sure uh, what you're going to get from this New England team at this point. But they're off a short week, obviously. Uh, against uh, the Chicago Bears. And, you know, when you bring in a guy like, you know, the quarterback position and what they're doing, obviously teams are able to adjust. And, um, you know, you still have to go back. And and, and they really kind of soup things up. And, and they, you know, it just worked out 
uh, for Zappi and, and how he was able to play quarterback. They gave him one read. It was open. They had a ton of play action. They changed the playbook a lot uh, to over what they were doing with Jones. And I think they surprised some teams. Um, you go back to you know their game a couple weeks ago against Cleveland, and the Browns basically said, you know what what they did. They they didn't show anything on tape that they actually did. They really surprised us uh, what they did from an offensive standpoint. I think that was one of the reasons why uh, that was a higher scoring game. And then last week, the Patriots kind of got that uh, happen to them, uh, where the Bears come out, you know, had a bunch of design runs for Fields just. Stuff that they hadn't shown previous, I think they were caught off guard uh, in that first half where they allowed, um, you know, 250 yards, whatever it was, to the Bears, six point uh, yards per play. Uh, as the Bears kind of went up and down the field uh, in that first half, so I think that kind of uh, changed a little things. I don't think there's going to be a lot of surprise here with what the Jets are going to do because it's going to be ground and pound. Uh, going to try to run the ball as much as possible. Um, you know, with what Wilson's able to do at quarterback, you know, he's he's been able to make a play when he's had to, but it's it's still pretty shaky with what they're doing offensively. They actually, uh, Jimmy, they, they kind of changed them, some things up here uh, as well. They were playing a lot of 11 personnel, and, you know, they've gone to kind of two tight ends, like you say, ground and pound. They're going to have to do it by committee. Uh, this week, but they've slowed the tempo down a little bit. Uh, they've they've just uh, played with a lot of two tight ends, try to run the ball as much as possible, and, and make kind of short passes. Have Wilson try to not make the big mistake like he did uh, a lot through last year. So, again, this is now a slower team. They're going to win with that defensive front. Uh, they've been tremendous here. Uh, really, the last month of the season, we can see uh, how improved they are. Uh, meanwhile, New England, you know, I think, you know, wh- whoever quarterback is, whether it's Jones, the confidence with how he plays, teams adjusting, uh, it's not going to be easy for this team to go up and down the field like they have at times uh, the last couple of uh, of weeks with what they've been able to do, especially uh, against the Jets defense that, you know, it showed to be solid in the back end, solid to be on the front end. So, uh, again, I think, you know, it's kind of circumstance, uh, the reason why uh, the the Patriots games are a little bit higher scoring. So uh, I'm going to go with a division under, which is the right side of the trend here. See if we go under the total. Let me ask you, uh, ER, we've had four starts since Zach Wilson hurt himself in the uh, preseason game and he mm-hmm. missed uh, some of the early games. He's got four starts now. Um, they were behind the whole game and then uh, d- d- two scores against Pittsburgh. And mm-hmm. he threw it 36 times for 252 and they came back and won that game. But since then, when they were playing with the lead mostly, or at least close, Miami, Green Bay, and Denver, he's averaging between 21 and 22 attempts. That's low. I mean, that is as low as it gets uh, in the NFL. Um, and the last two games, he's had 121 and 110 yards. Mm-hmm. It's like, don't beat us. Does, does Salah stay with that approach with, with Brees Hall now out? I would think he would at least give it a chance again because it's worked. You know, anytime you right. see something that's worked, and, and and like I said, they've changed kind of how they're doing things uh, from an offensive perspective. They've gone to this heavy personnel, you know, slowed the game down, and that's how you know when it, you when teams find success like that, they're not really going to adjust, and you know maybe they have to in the second half. But um, yeah, I think it's a a good game to uh, go under the total on. 
All right. So next, the Miami Dolphins against the Detroit Lions. And whew, if you had Detroit uh, against Dallas, I feel for you. I mean, who, man? I mean, the tight ends laying in the end zone. Now, they, the officials love marking it at the foot line, whether they mm-hmm. see anything or not. But this time they were right. He was he was just short. Yep. But they rush in there. They fumble it on first down. Oh. Willis's first fumble of his NFL career. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. And then they go on. And that's to take the lead, catching seven. Then mm-hmm. they go on to lose. I mean, you turn the ball over the rest of their possessions the rest of the way. I mean, terrible, terrible. I mean, that was... Detroit had about, uh, I think, the way that game was going, about a 50-50 chance to win the game outright, much less cover. And, uh, well, bad teams, I guess, find ways to lose sometimes. Now Miami, yes, Miami, um, a lot discussed in the middle of the third, try and make it a two-score game. They don't, and it's almost, they almost steal it uh, from them at the end. But Pickett out-interceptioned Atua. Well, the Miami DBs held on to the ball, the uh, the Pittsburgh DBs dropped four or five in that game. So now here comes Miami with Tua back healthy, going to Detroit. Road favorite, three and a half and 51 at Detroit. Uh, yeah, Jimmy, unfortunately, yeah, I was on the uh, head of the Detroit side of the equation last week. And, you know, I, I've gone back and, and watched the play where, uh, you know, the tight end gets, uh, you know, played out of bounds or hit out of bounds in that game. It's really one of the best defensive plays of the year as it turned out that Micah Parsons made in the, in that game it, it's crazy you go back and watch the the highlight I mean he was like 10 15 yards behind that tight end with not that much room to go he comes back and really you know makes hits him out of bounds you know you expect it not to mean that much and it turns out how he right. fumbled but no that was a tough one to take but uh just a, a tremendous play by Parsons uh with that Dallas defense anyway um, hopefully there's not going to be a lot of defense uh, plays like that in this game. I'm going to go uh, over the total. Uh, Miami, Detroit. Now, you know, Detroit is is kind of changed things up a little bit their last couple of games. Lower scoring games against Dallas. Lower scoring game against New England. I, I think, you know, obviously the Cowboys played that game pretty conservative from an offensive standpoint. Dak uh, gets kind of comes back into the fold. They really didn't have to open things up. Uh, still able to kind of continue, and boy, again, uh, just a tremendous defense. Uh, that game against New England, they kind of slowed the tempo down. Really hasn't worked uh, for Detroit. Nothing that Campbell seems to do has really worked out uh, for them. And you know they've been banged up uh, from an offensive standpoint. Um, you know St. Brown went out early last game with a concussion. He's expected back here. Swift missed the last couple of games. He's expected back here at the running back position. Uh, so they they're able to open it up here a little bit more offensively, you know. So it's been kind of two different seasons for the Lions. You know, the first four or five games where it was forty eight thirty eight, just a shootout after shootout. Now a couple lower scoring games here, but still, you know, I think if the Lions are able to win and uh, these games, they're going to have to open things up offensively. They're going to have to score. But, you know, they have a great offensive line. You even saw that last week against Dallas. Uh, where they're able to make some plays against one of the best defensive teams uh, in the NFL. Now, from a defensive standpoint, uh, it looks like it's improved here uh, the last couple of games. But again, obviously going up against a rookie quarterback in New England. Uh, Prescott back his first game after that thumb uh, injury last week. You know, again, uh, previous to that, uh, it had been ugly for this Detroit defense. Note, 
Uh, now they're starting four rookies uh, on this defense now, Jamie, and which probably a, a good thing in the in the next couple of years. But boy, uh, they're up against it from a talent perspective. And you know, you you get this Dolphins team, and you know they they obviously looked really good the first uh, three weeks of the season. You know, it's just kind of funny how things uh, work out and how games are played. Uh, obviously, it has not worked out for this Miami team. They they kind of went up and down the field two weeks ago against uh, Minnesota. They just couldn't put points uh, on the board. Remember, they played with a backup quarterback, uh, you know, against the Jets, um, uh, against the, the Vikings. They get two of back last week, and that offense looked great the first quarter, quarter and a half before uh, Pittsburgh adjusted and uh, did some things and they weren't able to play. But now, um, you know, this will be the first game in the Dome. And, you know, as we've seen at times, uh, this offense – uh, with so much speed, they're going to have a chance to really show it here uh, against Detroit, against the, you know a slower defense, not a lot of athleticism on this defense for Detroit. And uh, note, you know this Miami defense is, is certainly taking a step back from what they were last year. I think they're the fourth uh, worst from a pressure rate standpoint uh, in the NFL. Last week they they blitzed like eight times, just one pressure. So they just have not been able to get pressure on the quarterback here, which is what you want to, or for you know Jared Koff to be able to. Don't pressure him like we saw with all those turnovers last week. So I think it's a good bet. I'm going to go over the total. A, a, a few things at uh, at uh, in play here. First of all, the through four games, Detroit was the highest scoring team in the NFL: 35, 36, 24, and 45. They got shut out in New England. They did not score an offensive touchdown, a touchdown, a couple of field goals in Dallas. I mean, as close as they were, they mm-hmm. should have. They still have not. So, I mean, what is going to go on here? Swift was supposed to come back last game, so he'll definitely be ready for this one against Miami. So, and for what it's worth, in this building, like you talked about, in the the Detroit Dome, they are a perfect three for three in uh, in overs, seventy three. Mm-hmm. 63 and 93, the three final scores, point totals in those three games at Detroit. Three and a half at 51. ERs got over 51. So, Tennessee, lucky, good, well coached, maybe a little bit of everything. <laughs> uh, they're four and two on the year, six games. They have been outgained six games. So, they go to Houston here and Houston, boy, is it – I got plus seven, feeling good with the lead in the fourth quarter, and all of a sudden the Raiders are just handing the ball off. And mm-hmm. Jacobs is just gashing uh, Houston. And, I mean, he goes crazy. They win and cover, so I'll lose that one. So Tennessee goes to the road uh, to take on Houston, two-and-a-half and 40-and-a-half and road favorites for the AFC South leading Titans. Yeah, we still don't know the status of uh, Tannehill. The way this line has moved down, um, you know, it seems like it's 50-50 whether he's going to be able to be healthy uh, for this game. But, but you know, by the reports that I get, Jimmy, it sounded, you know, he, he is in practice, but, um, you know, he thought he was going to be ready to play uh, this game. But, you know, you kind of mentioned it with that Raider game. I'm not so sure it's about the quarterback, but it's about this run game for the Titans. And, you know, they, they've talked about it, and they obviously show it on the field. You know, that's how this team wants to play is with that strong run game, uh, with the play action uh, that they can do uh, off that. And, 
you know, last week, you know, for the Raiders, and, you know, the Raiders don't have a great uh, offensive line, but Jacobs even talked about it, how he goes, this is the first game all year where, you know, I didn't have to really do anything till I was four or five yards down the field. So, you know, against this Houston front, right. you know, they're still trying to build. They're still trying to figure it out. There's not a lot of talent really on either side of the ball here uh, for the Texans compared to the rest of the NFL. Um, you know, that, that Raiders offensive line was able to do what they wanted uh, against that Houston team and eventually kind of wear them down. So I think that, you know, when I when I was looking at that, watching the game, and I was thinking about this upcoming matchup, I go, well, that's going to play great uh, for what Tennessee exactly wants to uh, do and how they want to play. Uh, so, you know, they should be able to run any kind of play action here. Uh, you know, we'll see if, uh, you know, Willis uh, probably takes maybe some more stat, uh, snaps right. here for the Titans, which, again, if, if you're going to run, that might not be a bad thing. Uh, in this matchup here. So uh, I think that's the, kind of the key thing to watch. I thought this was kind of a cheap price. I mean, there is a class difference between these two. You mentioned the coaching uh, standpoint for uh, what the Titans are able to do. Uh, you know, it's, it, it's still a, a good year or two away from anything uh, that the Texans are able to do. And, you know, they've been plus seven points. They've been, you know, you know here you're asking them to win the game. So, um, I know it, it almost seems a little bit too easy, which you have to always have to be concerned about the NFL, but uh, I thought the matchup even favors the Titans pretty well here. I, I have a question. If you're going mm-hmm. to spend the number three pick on a cornerback, you going to play cover too? I mean, right. I mean, you're going to draft a guy ahead of uh, Sauce Gardner and you play cover too? I, 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 don't, I don't understand uh, that one. So Tennessee uh, minus two and a half. And then a couple of totals. Uh, ER's got over 51, over Detroit, Miami 51, and under those divisional unders. Again, 76% on the season, under 40.5 Jets and New England. Good luck to everyone. For Aaron Renning, I'm Jimmy Ott on the Sports Betters Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network.